This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In this episode, we look at a tiny change you can make to improve your mental health. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps. Big changes where I share research-backed strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and by now, you've probably heard that screens can be bad for your mental health. You may even know some of the reasons why, and if you don't, don't worry, because we're going to be going through some of that. This is an idea that has gotten enormous popularity in the personal development and pop mental health space, but as today's research article found, there's actually some real truth to it. That's why in this episode, I want to go through the negative effects of TV and screen usage, the research behind it, and what you can do to improve in this area. So... Let's get into it. Some of the negative effects of TV and screen usage include, one, TV and screen time displaces other activities such as physical activity, sleep, or relaxation. Simply put, the more time we spend in front of screens, the less time we spend on things that could actually be good for us in the both short term and long term. Which is actually a perfect transition into point number two, which is that the more TV you consume or social media you consume, the less satisfied you feel. And a big part of this is just a lack of control, a lack of feeling like you are an active part of your own life. The more time you spend in front of screens mindlessly scrolling or mindlessly watching whatever on Netflix, the less time you spend actively engaged with the life that you're living and actively choosing the things that you want. And point number three is that screen time negatively impacts attention span. So over the course of your life, the more time you spend in front of a screen, and this is a big issue that we're starting to see with kids as well, the more time you spend in front of a screen, the less capable you are to focus on one single thing. It is having a major, major effect. It's something I notice in my own life. And you've probably noticed the same either for yourself or for the people in your life who spend a lot of time on screens. Point number four is that it's difficult to engage in other activities or interactions when screens are around because their first job, this is something that we need to constantly remember. 
the first job of Netflix, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Google, YouTube, any of these platforms, the first job is to get your attention. That's their only job. Get your attention. If they can get your attention, then they know they can make X amount off of you, right? They have the math done inside. They have some very intelligent people that collect a bunch of data and have done the math. And they know that if they can get you to pay attention for X amount of time each day, they're going to make Y amount of dollars off of you. So they purposefully make it difficult to do anything else when the screen is around. When your phone is next to you, you find yourself randomly reaching for it. When the TV is on, you find yourself glancing at it and not really paying attention to maybe if you're in a conversation or whatever. This is purposeful. And point number five is that people who use social media more have lower levels of overall happiness, self-esteem, and physical satisfaction, not to mention life satisfaction. And again, it comes back to that question of control, but especially when it comes to social media, it comes back to the comparison that we all do. We all look at all of these ideals that we see on, on Instagram. It used to just be back in the day, it used to just be that you saw these unrealistic ideals on magazine covers, on billboards, in movies, But now it's literally all day long. Now you see friends who have manipulated things in a way that they are now living this unrealistic ideal, or at least they're depicting that. Even though you might know the truth, you still see it on your screen and still sort of fall into that a little bit. And then because you know this person or because you've spoken to this person at some point, you feel like it should be within your reach. And so you start judging yourself and feeling like, well, you're just not working hard enough. You're just not doing this more, whatever it is. So with social media, it's like taking the the effect of seeing super skinny people on magazine covers, the effect that we already know that has, and putting it on steroids. Point number six is that blue light, as we know, has major, major effects and can be damaging both for our actual eyesight, but also for our ability to sleep and and other factors. Uh, Screens have an aggravating effect on things like ADHD. And all of this, everything that, that we've just gone through, contributes to chronic stress, depression, and anxiety. So to put it simply, screens are not exactly what I would call a good thing. They're not exactly healthy. Now, of course, they exist and the world pretty much runs on them. So it's not like where I'm telling you like, hey, stop using screens. You need to go move to the forest and, and just back out. No, that, that's really not possible. Uh, however, we do need to recognize what it's doing to us and we need to see the actual research on this so that we can then make decisions for our own life and start to see the changes that we want to create. So when we get back, we're going to dive into the research on this and what we can do about it. Stay tuned. Have you been struggling to stick with your goals? That's the exact problem I created my course, The Consistency Code, to solve. Inside the course, you'll learn how to finally make it happen. You'll learn the psychology behind why we all spend so much time setting goals and then not following through on them, as well as how to finally stick with those goals for the long term and start seeing the change you've been trying to create. Put simply, if you want to finally feel in control of your life, then this course is for you. Sign up today and start learning how to create the life you've always wanted. 
And here's the best part. The course is only $17. That's right. You get lifetime access as well as access to all future updates of the course for just $17 with a 100% money back guarantee. So what have you got to lose? Head over to tlbc.co slash course or click the link in the description of this episode to sign up or get more details. That's tlbc.co slash course or click the link in the description of this episode. I also want to thank today's other sponsor, Caliper CBD. I've gotten some massive benefits from taking CBD. It helps me stay calm when everything around me feels stressful. It helps me get to sleep when I'm struggling at night. It's even helped my mom sleep deeper and through the night. CBD has had an incredible effect on my life, and there's a lot of science behind it too. Numerous studies suggest that cannabidiol can have massive effects on stress reduction and in promoting sleep. But to this point, The options for taking CBD have been limited to droppers full of funny tasting oils. And that's why I'm so excited about Caliper. Think of Caliper as a better way to consume CBD. It's a powder that is pretty much tasteless and it's clinically proven that you absorb 450% more CBD with Caliper CBD powder compared to tinctures. I can tell you from personal experience that I felt the effects of Caliper CBD so much faster than the oils I've tried in the past. It's honestly incredible, not to mention convenient. They come as single serving packets so you can easily take it with you for whenever you need it throughout the day. You can add it to food, pour it into tea, which is what I typically do, or even add it to a green juice. It's all the benefits of CBD absorbed faster and in the most convenient way possible. So why not try it? Get 20% off your first order when you use the promo code TINYLEAPS at trycaliper.com slash tinyleaps. You can try Caliper CBD risk-free for 30 days, and if you don't love it, they'll give you a full refund. That's trycaliper.com slash tinyleaps. And don't forget the promo code TINYLEAPS for 20% off your first order. Mark Hamer, Emmanuel Stamaticus, and Gita D. Mishra published an article titled Television and Screen-Based Activity and Mental Well-Being in Adults, which aimed to, quote, examine the association between recreational sedentary behavior based on TV and screen-based entertainment, or TVSE time, and mental health in a representative sample of adults, end quote. So here's what they found. And hang out with me here because it's a little bit long and gets a little complicated, but I'm going to break it down at the end. So just hang out for a second. Quote, approximately 25% of participants engaged in at least four hours per day of TVSE. And just as a quick aside, reminder, TVSE is TV and screen-based entertainment. Okay, back to the quote. In general linear models, TVSE time per week was independently associated with GHQ-12 score. Higher scores represent worse mental health status. After adjustment for age, gender, physical activity, physical function, area deprivation level, smoking, alcohol, fruit and vegetable intake, and BMI. After full adjustment, participants in the group with the highest TVSE level, that is greater than four hours per day, had an increase in GHQ-12 score of 0.28, compared with participants in the group with the lowest TVSE level, which is less than or equal to two hours per day. In stratified analyses, the association between TVSE time and GHQ-12 score persisted across all physical activity levels. 
similar associations were observed using the MCS-12, end quote. All right, so that was a lot. It was honestly kind of hard to read. So let's break this down and, and really pull out what's important here. The basics of the results showed that on two separate ways of scoring mental health status, that is the GHQ-12 and the MCS-12. I'm going to be honest with you, I'd never heard of these prior to this study, but they're just two separate ways of scoring mental health status. So on these two separate ways, people with greater than four hours per day of screen-based entertainment, that is TV or mobile phones, and, and that's things like scrolling through Instagram, watching Netflix, watching TV, YouTube, whatever it is, had higher scores compared to people with less time. And again, that's less than or equal to two hours per day. And higher scores mean worse mental health status. So what does all of this mean? Well, the first big takeaway that I think is important and I think is cool is that um, this is just looking at screen-based entertainment, which is entertainment where you are staring at a screen, so a TV or a mobile phone. So YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Netflix, all of those things, right? You know what's not? considered a screen-based entertainment podcasts because you don't have to stare at a screen so am i saying that podcasts improve your mental health no i'm not saying that but i'm also not not saying that podcasts improve your mental health so i don't know you do with that information whatever you want but anyway back to the actual point of this episode apologies for the little sidestep there what does this actually mean for our mental health in our day-to-day life and what can we do about it Well, the article has been cited by 49 other scholarly articles and has been peer-reviewed. Additionally, the sample size was representative and results were adjusted to consider a broad array of lifestyle factors so that we could make sure we have the most accurate information. And all of that means that it's pretty accurate. It's very likely that four hours or more of screen time in a day can over time lead to poorer mental health. And there's actual data for this, which is really good to know for a number of reasons, right? We might have had a vague idea that more screen time reduces mental health. We might have known this, right? Or maybe just had a gut feeling, but now we have an actual number. We know that four hours is where that limit is. We know that the less we have, obviously, the better. But if we get over four hours, that's where we're starting to see legitimate increases in poor mental health. So that gives us a number to work with. That gives us a target. And it's not easy to make that change in a world that's so dominated by screens. I mean, we're in front of screens for work. We're in front of screens for entertainment, for communication, and for pretty much everything else in life. Except, again, podcasts. That's like, I don't know. I'm I'm just really hyped on this fact that podcasts are are apparently not included in this. That's so dope to me. Anyway, so what can we do about this? Because we are in front of screens. Our life is dominated by screens. So what can we actually do? Honestly, it's difficult because it's not one of those things that has like a clear, easy answer. It's not like we can just say cut out screens. We have to engage with them. And so what we need to do instead is find other areas of our life and specifically make the the conscious effort to engage in other areas of our life that don't require screens. It's taking the time when we can Because unfortunately, for much of our lives, we're not able to. So building a habit 
of getting away from screens, building that into your day, making that a goal for your day of having one to two to three moments, three, three activities that are not screen based. Doing as much as you can to get away from screens. If you work in an office environment and you often take notes or whatever on a computer or draw or sketch or whatever it is you might be doing for your job, spend some time doing that in a notebook. Spend some time doing that away from a screen. Get out of the office a little bit and do some work at a coffee shop where they're, they're, you're, there's nothing in front of you. Spend that time. Get outside more. Schedule that. You have to consciously build the effort because now there's no excuse. Before you listen to this episode, you could say, you know what? I feel like screens aren't good for me, but you didn't know for a fact. Now we just looked at the research. So you know that four hours is where that limit is. And it might even be smaller, but you know what that number is and you know the effects that it has. So now your job is to take that information and choose to schedule time away from screens. Limit your time on social media. And for those moments when you have to be on screens, utilize blue light filters, get a pair of blue light glasses, whatever it is you need to do to improve that. Schedule time without your phone. Maybe it's dinner every night. Maybe it's lunch during the day, whatever it is. But schedule time without your phone. Choose alternative entertainment, things like board games, card games, going out somewhere and just seeing the world, being physical with your partner, like in whatever way that means for you. I personally meant hiking, but I'm going to stop talking about this now. Uh, Take breaks more regularly. Whatever you need to do, listen to podcasts like this one because we're apparently amazing for your mental health. Okay. The advice is very straightforward. It's very simple. That's all personal development is. It's knowing the information and making a conscious effort to do something with it. That's all that you need to do in this life in order to make real improvements. So I hope this episode was helpful to you. I want to encourage you before we go to check out today's two sponsors. The first is my course, The Consistency Code. I built this course to help you better understand how your habits work, why willpower doesn't work, why you're not able to stick with the things you say you want to do, and how to start doing that. And you can get full access for 17 bucks. Just head over to tlbc.cl slash course or click the link in the description of this episode. And of course, the other sponsor, Caliper CBD. They are my new favorite way to consume CBD. It absorbs faster. It tastes pretty good. They, they also have some other products like a little pixie stick thing that's basically a candy CBD. It's it's honestly fantastic. It's it's one of my favorite things in the world. Check them out. Get 20% off your first order when you use the promo code tinyleaps at tricaliper.com slash tinyleaps or click the link in the description of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Greg Clunas and remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.